Welcome to another episode of the Self-Doubt Solution, the show that helps entrepreneurs overcome the self-doubt that holds them back from achieving the next level of success, income, and personal freedom. The Self-Doubt Solution is hosted by the freedom architect, Mario Lanzarotti. Listen as Mario and his inspiring guests share practical insights and tools that help you find the shortcuts for exponential growth and success in all areas of your life. Learn how to build the mindset you need to create a life of true abundance, freedom, and fulfillment. And now, here is your host, Mario Lanzarotti. All right, all right, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Doubt Solution. This is your host, Mario Lanzarotti, the Freedom Architect. Today, I have the plump-pleasing pleasure of welcoming my dear friend, Ewane Masango. He is a truly remarkable human being. Now, he's known as an inventor, as a tribe slash mastermind creator. He is a master in Tao, yoga. He knows about NLP. He's worked with the, the, the mastery of Tony Robbins. He's a world traveler. He's been to all continents except Antarctica, which I'm sure that's coming soon as well. And he's all throughout, just a wonderful human being, and I'm really excited to have him on the show. Iwani, my friend, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Beautiful introduction, and thank you. Now, I want to quickly know from you, because you do so many things, and I, I really appreciate that. For our listeners, what is it that you can do for someone that is tuning into the show today? Man, I, it's just absolutely transform and change their lifestyle. Moses, I, I like to I liken it to being like a lifestyle specialist of sorts, not from just one standpoint. I like to look at all four quadrants, both you know, yeah, or you have physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and being able to create a unique lifestyle based off of that, and really just focusing on at the core on their energy. And expanding from there so it's like if you have that the energy to start with to be able to magnetize then you can fully unleash all the potential that we truly have and it's past our wildest imaginations i promise you that wow i love that now i'm getting excited so you know you you, you talk about energy you talk about your imagination tell us a little bit about you was this was there a time in your life where you were not able to live beyond your imagination where you were stuck in the kind of energetic field that you were in at the time yeah i mean how much time do you have i could i could tell you <laughs> i could tell you about that right now like luckily i have friends like mario who who uh who make your days better because i mean it, community and tribe and things of that nature allow you to be able to sustain these things i think everyone has felt imagination everyone has felt their dreams and their thought but then you get into you know thoughting basically and you're just like thinking thing how is it going to happen it's like the how is never known that's not part of this uh this reality and this life that we live so what i've experienced especially in america growing up uh, i had a lot of victim consciousness for a lot of obvious reasons and so it was just like one thing and another thing seemed to be like, oh, you know, they 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 trying to hold us down, you know, they trying to this this and that. And so I remember there was a moment in high in middle school actually, eighth grade in middle school, and I was very ambitious at the time, like all through um, elementary, middle school, you know, was definitely always like 
standing out in, uh, like I said, all the obvious ways. And then a lot of ways that had to do with just being like a geek of a lot of things. And um, eighth grade was running for president of the class slash school. And there became this whole social issue. I remember it was like, they called me out of class right before the speeches were about to happen. And there were like some teachers that one of them specifically who I knew didn't really like me that much for whatever reason and a couple others and they basically had me in the hallway and they're like yeah you know you even though you have you know straight A's and you have good grades we uh we don't think you should like represent the school because you like got in trouble the other day from you know rough housing while playing sports at recess or something like that I came up with something and um yeah, man, it just sent this whole wave, not just like in through the school, people started getting upset, people got fired, it was all kinds of stuff. And certain people were just like, this is wrong. And other people were, you know, it became this whole thing. And um, after that, it, there was a lot, there was a loss of, you know, identity for a while, I would say there was, you know, it's that it's those, um, you know, losing your way for a little while. So when I got to high school, it was just like a period of time from then until Maybe until the Tony Robbins conference. I don't know. There's probably, you know, moments, like I said, in between, Mm -hmm. but definitely where it was just like, I didn't feel as though I was a master of my own life. I felt as though I was just doing things based off of what other people thought I should do. And um, like I said, there's plenty of grace mixed in there, but that's, that's the overall premise is that there's definitely been plenty of times in which I looked at my life and I was like, okay, I'm being lesser than what I know that I can be. And also just not just observing the process and being aware of the process for what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to you know project my own ego onto this situation as though, again, like I'm in this victim mode, which as you said, you used my word, one of my words, freedom, um, when we're actually inherently free, like we're not actually victims to, to anything. Mm. So, you talk about a lot of concepts that I find very intriguing. And I want to, <clears throat> so when you said for obvious reasons, do you refer to the fact that you have an African heritage, that you have a different skin color than many of the people that you were uh, grown up with, uh, with in, in the US? And because you're saying you were talking about victim consciousness. Now, can you explain what does that mean, victim mindset, victim consciousness? Well, the victim consciousness is, is, is very, very basic. You have this circle, which is you and your life, right? Anything outside of that that we're ever projecting some kind of blame onto is victim consciousness. That's simple. Mm. I mean, it's complicated because people get into all these like, no, it's really your little bubble. Doesn't matter if it's a parent. It doesn't matter if it's someone that looks. If you blame anyone outside of yourself, it's victim consciousness. Right. And, and and I agree with that. And I'm curious. So what was it like for you growing up when you were experiencing this victim consciousness and you were blaming people for the way that you were feeling? I would say I, I generally, you know, I got a lot of grace because, you know, that's what I said about tribe and community. I was blessed to have a lot of tribe and community. You know, I know we've, we've spoken about the motherland and a lot of these 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 places have a lot of tribal infrastructures kind of built into them. So I definitely had a lot of people around me that kept me um, in love and and while I was going through the process and still going through the process. So yeah, I would say that 
while I was going through it, there's just so many um, outside influences, I would say, which is a blessing in its own way, because, you know, if you look at it as a training or a test, that's why I said the mastery is the key word, because as I started looking at it that way, I was like, okay, like I can see as to how I would have, you know, incarnated in this particular situation, right? Like, it's like, this is an interesting little, this is going to be an interesting adventure with this particular upbringing and this particular society that I was surrounded with. And so that's the part that, you know, it makes it easy in a certain sense to get into victim consciousness based off of there being um, people who actually based off of that current paradigm will project certain things onto you right and then you're just like if you accept them like i said about self-responsibility then that's when you turn into a victim because you're just like wow okay that person just um if someone can hurt you and affect you in that way then they can control you so i was in position mm. who were controlling the way that i was experiencing life mm. you just said something very very powerful you said when someone can hurt you and affect you how you feel they can control you now i think mm -hmm. this is this is very very important for for all people to re realize because so often we many people fall into the habit of saying you made me feel this way or because mm -hmm. of you i feel this way and what you're saying is if you're applying that mindset you're actually being controlled by other people if i understand you correctly 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah yeah, that's that's it that's it interesting yeah and you know i agree with you and for the longest time that brought me to this idea of responsibility it's like because mm -hmm. i was like yeah you know because i had certain dreams and aspirations that i wanted to pursue but i didn't for the longest time it took me seven years from going from the inception of the idea of becoming a, a speaker and a coach to actually begin in practice. It took me seven years in my mind. I kept saying, yes, one day, one day, one day, but I could kept telling myself I can't because I'm not experienced because uh, people will criticize me because I don't get enough support from my family. They don't support this idea. They keep asking, how are you going to make money with this? So they don't make me feel, they make me feel insecure about myself. And I was trapped in that for the longest time. So um, you were saying something similar in the beginning, how you were also following the voice of other people, what you should do. What was that like for you? The the thing about victim consciousness is, um, you know, a lot of the times I speak in things where I say the same things over and over again, because not only is it a benefit to me, but I know it's a benefit to others because a lot of the times things just get down to the basics. Like what is the, first principles, what is the rudimentary piece of this information? It gets back to freedom. Again, shout out to you. It's like the is you're not feeling free. That is the essence of it. You're not feeling free. Like you're choosing your life. You're feeling as though people are just, oh well, they and they and they and it's like you start daying all over the place. And then before, <laughs> you, before you before you actually get deeper into it, you realize it's like, okay, so what actually is the difference between, you know, me and they, and you realize there's no actual separation, but that obviously takes deeper spiritual practice and a lot of other type of things to really understand the physics of this existence that we live in. It's not, it's not actually separated. It's just the perception of it. And right. then it turns into this whole they thing and you start dang all over the place and 
you know, you never end up getting anywhere with that. And and one thing I will point out also in regards to your process is that because um, by every means that we can be able to measure, time is a construct. So mm. the, the real suffering comes from the attachment to, you know, the dream that you had. Like you're like, because I mean, seven years is, is an idea, right? Right. You you went out and told other people and then they then, you know, they then can affect you and, and whatever. And so then that starts controlling your thoughts. So that's why you're like, oh, seven years was so long. I mean, you probably had plenty of great times in those seven years. It had nothing to do with the dream. Sure. Like you, you started it exactly when you were supposed to based off sure. of the infinite things that happen in this universe. You know, it's just like maybe you didn't have the breath yet that you needed to be able It's like, who knows? Like there's so many automated things happening. That's why I said the perspective on lifestyle is what I've gained and want to be able to give to people um, as, a, as a life's mission. It's like so, so often I was just in this space of just, oh, you know, I could do this and I could do this and oh, this isn't going right and this isn't going right. And you know, when I really sat back and thought about it, I was like, okay, so what am I actually focusing on? If I start focusing from the core, you know, from the center of me and expanding out, I realize a lot of these people that I'm giving time, energy, and control of my life to I might have just met them last week you know I might have just, like I mean it's like I just met you like it's like you just came out of nowhere and I'm just like see this person just ruined my day I was just talking to a <laughs> about this today like she has a my sister has a co-worker and they're like you know calling her five times a day but I was like you just met this girl I was like to, to allow her to be able when you wake up in the morning to now mess up your day when you have like me and other people around you this particular day um, that love you and that are surrounding you. It's like you. It's like we 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 give all these things way way far outside of our circle of influence. Our circle of um, our, basically circle of influence is like our ability. Our, our circle of the things that we actually can affect. Not the mm. things that are happening in you know Botswana or any one of these other places. That, you know across the across the. I don't know why I always use Botswana, but it's like I've been saying it for years. It's like, it's not like, you know, it's, it, whatever's happening in Botswana, you know, like <laughs> the price of tea in China, right? Like, it's like, what does it actually matter? And like, with compassion, I understand that people live there and things are happening. The point is that if we cannot help it, then we necessarily create um, uh, negative toxicity in our brain. Our brain starts looking for that victim thing where it's just like, oh, well, you know the world. What are you going to do? You know, I can't do anything. You know, people are killers and crazy and the world is, you know, you start calling women psycho and there's no actual scientific evidence that shows, I think 99.9% .9 of like psychosis has been documented mostly in men. Like, so it's just like, but you know, guys, oh, that girl's crazy. Like, is she crazy? Is she really great? Like, you know, <laughs> things out of victim, you know, it's <laughs> like, she's not crazy like it's like but you know you, you can you cannot accept responsibility for the life that you're living right like as though you mm. didn't you know approach her or anyway you know i don't want to get too deep on it but you understand what i'm saying like outside of ourselves there's no power mm. Ooh, outside of ourselves there's no power like let, let's let, let's just marinate that what you just said that was so <laughs> profound you know it's just Outside of ourselves, there's no power. And based on what you were just telling, you know, you're like, ah, uh, you know, Botswana. But it's like on a daily basis, like, you know, my colleague, 
my this this client that I'm working with, my mother, my our president, you know, how many people lose power in the conversations they are having either with themselves or with others about things that they have 0.0 influence over. It's insane, right? It's it's crazy. And then you wonder why when you sit down back at your desk and you're like, okay, it's game time. Let me focus on my vision. And then after 30 minutes, you're so tired and exhausted. And then you reach for that Red Bull. You reach for that double chaka, mocha, flocka, uh, caffeine, uh, atomic bomb, or whatever. Or you distract yourself with porn, you know? Like, there's so many things. Uh. But it's like, <laughs> if we really roll back, where it starts is, you know, it's the mental conversations that are taking place that are thinking about, you know, Screw this president, screw Biden, screw Trump, screw whatever, mm -hmm. you know? It's like thinking mm -hmm. that that's going to change anything. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 it's and it's so it's so interesting when we look at history too because you know, news at this level and all these kinds of things is all it's all very new. So it's like that's why I also say I have a lot of compassion for myself when I'm think I'm like okay, all right, you know, this is an adventure, this is a new thing we're dealing with. It's like every every generations have their things but it's definitely like mm -hmm. even the printing press in totality of human history is new so it's like this ability of mass media to just be knowing what's happening across the world is just like a brain sure. is like trying to process like what the heck like this is this is wild like people are getting killed and so you start creating i mean we are that's why einstein talks about our imaginations and so many people have but our imaginations are so incredible. They're like they're like the 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 uh, no matter what people believe in, it's it's godlike in its essence because it is the ability to be able to see something that you're not currently experiencing. So it's like oh, like something's happening in Syria. Like I can see the people dying like real quick, and the brain starts simulating it, and you start being like, man, that's so sad. And then now, like you said, your your energy is thrown off. Your power has now been given outside. And with something that you actually have no power over. Now, if you knew somebody that was Syrian, like giving always begets more, getting more, you know, begets more to the person. So if you know somebody, then, you know, the ability to then go send a ship out to them, to send a message, a video or something, something you know, I'm feeling for you, send, you know, to you and your family. That's something that's within my paradigm. But most humans do not know somebody in every single pocket of everything that's happening. That's a tragedy. But if you turn on that news, and I'm, nothing against it. It's all just about, like I said, dominion over our attention. It's always going to be something. Like, so I was telling my sister, again, family, this, this the other day, as I've been focusing again to embody this as expanding from the courts, like I would have to deal with breaking through people anyway. So why not have it be the people that are closest to me as opposed to what I used to do, victim. It'd be like all kind of random people. I mean, I'm trying to like preach on the streets about stuff that I'm understanding. And they're just like looking at me like, Okay, cool. And then once you go deeper, you realize it's always going to be the same thing. Like people are going to have blocks and barriers and things of that nature. So, you know, I was telling her, I was just like, you know, we can't give, you know, our power to things that are outside of ourselves. That's the, that's the very simple, simple way to do it. I mean, it's a simple way to look at it. Anything that's happening is not something that, if it's not something that we can affect, then we're necessarily energetically, whatever way that you want to look at it, are absolutely giving our days like life force which is limited just like just like time and things of nature is limited to that thing people will wake up in the morning especially our generation wake up in the morning a lot of people just grab their phone i've seen her do it you know respect to her if she ever watches this or and i've seen other people do it where it's like they wake up 
<sighs> All right. Yeah. Stretch out a little bit. Most people do. And then, you know, you just reach over and see what time is it? As soon as you grab your phone, because you probably didn't even have the note, you know, your do not disturb on, you start seeing messages. And then once you start seeing those messages, those lead to you going and checking Instagram or whatever it is. And so now the news just starts flooding in of the day. And this is what I had told her. That I was like, you know what's interesting about that? It will never not be that way. Like every single time you click on it, there will be news. Like, so if you don't actually sit there and <laughs> realize that your rest of your life, every single morning you would wake up and immediately give power to something else outside of yourself before taking at least a little bit of time for your body, your life to know, okay, you matter most, then you'll be running on that for the rest of your life. So it's it's uh, it's quite it's quite a powerful trans transformation when people take the dominion back on their attention and focus it back in on the little bitty things they can control. Like I became a gardener recently, uh, like six months ago, I got my mom a garden because I wanted to start learning a little bit more about self-sustainable agriculture and certain, certain, certain things like that. And I realized, I was like, man, I guess I, I haven't been blessed with, with children yet. I was like, I guess you can't give it twice as much food to have it grow twice as fast. Like, that's like a law of the universe. Like, there's no way it's like, I want to like have this thing grow real quick because we're growing like food and stuff. It's like, can we like feed it twice as fast, give it twice as much water? Like, not parts. <laughs> like, it's not the way, no matter what, how ambitious your dream is, it is going to be a step by a step by a step by a step. It's going to operate off of the laws that that particular type of dream operates off of, no matter what it is. You know, that's that's why it's a law, like a law of gravity. You can be like, all right, no, it doesn't exist. All right, go jump off a, you know, building then and be like, <laughs> I don't believe in it, you know? <laughs> so so uh, you said you, you've dropped a couple diamonds there and I want to pick them up. First of all, you talked about energy and how your, I talk, I talk, I relate to this and I say externalizing your power just like you say, you're giving away your power to something outside of yourself. And what that does, it drains your energy. And if you think, you know, people like you and I, entrepreneurs, the people listening to this podcast, they're, they're all high performers. We're all high performers. We want to, we, we love creating high outputs, you know, our passions, the things that we want to create in the world, the gifts. And what is it that we need for that? We need to be able to consistently perform at the highest level. And what is it that helps us do that? It's like you say, it's taking an inventory of where your focus is going. The news, the, the, the in-laws, the uh, 20 years ago that I went experience in college, five years ago when I uh, opened that business and I lost $50,000, you know, whatever. There's so many things that are outside of ourselves that are draining our batteries. And then at the end of the day, we're like, I can't focus. I'm always tired. I'm exhausted. And it's so simple, actually, if you bring it back to yourself, when you stop focusing on these things and you make peace with, that's the way things are. And, you know, I, I had a session earlier today with a client and introduced the concept, concept of acceptance to her. And it was interesting because most people that, that don't know it, they think acceptance means you're just sort of throwing in the towel. You just say, oh, okay, whatever, you know fuck it, you know, okay, there's a war in Ukraine and Syria, huh, oh, whatever, I'll just accept that. That's not what it is. Acceptance means you're no longer fighting against the, the way that things are. You know, yes, there's a war, but you're like, there's a war and I accept that there's a war. 
You know, it doesn't mean that you're in support of the war or you're against the war. It just means that you're recognizing it the way it is. And you stop trying in your mind to make it wrong, to make it different, because you can't. That takes up all of your energy. So I love what you're saying. And I want to bring in for all of our audiences a revolutionary advice, uh, device that will radically alter the quality of your mornings. Give me five seconds and I'll be back. Yes. Are you ready? It's truly revolutionary. Most people have don't have something like that. It's called an alarm clock. <laughs> people, buy yourself a freaking alarm clock and get this one out of the room. Put it somewhere where you cannot reach it because you're so right. You know, people wake up and they're like, oh, and we're looking for reasons to get triggered. We're looking mm -hmm. for reasons to get pissed off. Ah, damn. Look at that bitch. Yeah, she's got 75 likes. I only got four. <laughs> what a whore you know just because she's sh showing her skin <laughs> and then you get out of bed <laughs> damn it and you look for another reason you turn on the news ha <laughs> oil prices are going up it's all terrible and then you want to make space for your dreams and aspirations and hopes and visions you yeah, forget about that so yeah. i love what you talk about energy and and i want to ask you what is the role that mindset has played for you in your life? Because you share all of this wisdom, all these insights, but what's the role that mindset played for you? So we we have spoken about this before, um, you know, just the, some of the similar experience that we, experiences that we had had. And so I was just loving you from the beginning because it was just like some of these things on mindset. It's, it's hard. I mean, I think it's one of those things in life that's just so easy to understand it's like almost everybody understands the thing about mindset but it's like when they hear it you know it goes in one ear and they're just like okay like <laughs> I don't really know what to do about it right like what to actually do about it and that's why even for mindset I get back to the energy it's like understand like the fundamentals really get to what are you actually considering whenever you wake up in the morning to the point that you go to sleep, like what is your mind thinking about? And once you do that self-analysis, I always say self with a capital S, right? When you really do that self-analysis on life and put that paradigm in on just you with that responsibility, you realize you're like, okay, like I'm thinking about a whole lot of things that aren't beneficial to me. I'm letting, I'm having thoughts about people and situations that are not beneficial to me. So then you're able to then just sit and put the sit and put it on paper for some people. Some people that just have the ability to just sit in consideration or contemplation and be able to dissect and remove what serves and what doesn't serve. Uh, or like, you know, be able to section it out in a certain kind of way. So Overall, yeah, mindset is is just like with anything is about mastery and being able to get behind the mind, understanding that we are consciousness before we are the mind, right? So the mind is is something we're paying attention to. You can just be able to sit behind it and just observe. You're like, huh, that's an interesting thought and not attached to it because that's what you're saying about acceptance. That's why acceptance is a is. The energy of it is is fascinating. Once I started really understanding it at that level that you're speaking about, like the frequency of acceptance is like the divine feminine or like it's like uh, Mother Earth. It's like, okay, like you guys want to keep doing this to me. Like I'm going to accept whatever you're doing, but like a unconditional love of a mother. It's like, okay, 
But if you get attached to it, that's the other side of it, which we all know the tiger mother are getting attached or whatever. I think it's called tiger mother. Anyway, the point is, is that if you get too attached after having that love, then it's like now you have a situation where you forget that the only constant in this universe is change. Like So if you don't embrace the fact that everything is always changing and can't just accept it as such, like you said, war, um, getting older, you know, people, whatever. It's just like people are like be fighting it and they're like, ah, I don't want to change. You know, it's like, I'm, you know, I like how things were, you know, the good old days. <laughs> I'm, I have a, I'm on a war, actually, speaking of war, on the good old days concept. I'm like, I think people understand if you look at history, we take the bits of history that are the best information and that's what transmutes into the next generation. Not that it wasn't 99% illiteracy at certain times and people weren't savagely killing people in the streets. People were like, oh, the good old days, man, back when people <laughs> yeah. had families. Back when families were, you know, like, what, what are you, what are you understand? <laughs> like the universe always is moving forward. No matter what you yeah. believe in, you know that at a certain point when we were younger, you had the ability to, I mean, you didn't have the ability to speak to someone across the globe and, and, and meet a genuine person like yourself. And now we do. So like everything is always adding up. It's just people, like I said, when we, again, power outside of ourselves, we start like glorifying, like you said, a, something that happened five years ago. Oh man, that was the, you know, I see you, you, you have a lot of fun with the show, which I'm perfectly okay with. It's like, well, that was the best piece of butt I had, you know, back in college. I've heard everything from dude. You know, I'm just looking at him like, dude, that was like 10 years. I was the man back then, man. I swear, you know, if I start telling you about <laughs> my college days, I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> like, why do you just like put it and compartmentalize it in the past about like these good old days of, and like you can't in this current moment just consolidate your energy in any way like i said I, i'm compassionate to it that's why i'm here to serve poor people to be able to do that i just i just use comedy as as therapy like i'm very compassionate to it all i just also know that just like you can tell from many comedians there's there's a there's a trojan horse there like they they're they understand what the situation is they just make it funny so that people can understand it like yeah. we all just need to laugh at ourselves because a lot of the stuff that we say a lot of the things that we get upset about you know especially in intimate relationships it's just like Okay, I think I was triggered there. I didn't know that that's why I responded that way <laughs> to her or to him. And I'm and we'll fight about it for a while. And I'm just like, what am I actually? Am I trying to make this work, or <laughs> am I trying to make it not work? Because <laughs> because what I'm gonna do is end up in a situation where I end up in a uh, depressed, like alone spot, which obviously is not what people are actually looking for. So. You know, that being having that clarity, which goes back to the mind thing, is is a is a process. It's it's a practice, whatever practice that people choose. People have so many. That's why I said it's very personalized what I do in the platforms and technologies we've been building around uh, people upgrading their lifestyle. Like some people, it's going and running. Some people, it's walking. Some people, it's, you know, drawing or some people, it's writing. Some people, it's, you know, meditating. Some people, it's doing yoga. Some people, it's talking to a friend some people like so many people have different ways in which they particularly if you ask them the question what like clears your mind and makes you feel at peace you said the p word earlier um they'll be like oh it's this it's that it's that and this is when we started learning is like no everyone's forms of peace are different but everyone mm -hmm. understands peace people understand the frequency of it right like mm -hmm. and so being able to maintain it is where we have to start embracing certain laws and principles on how sustainability works which we obviously see like i said in agriculture and so many of these other concepts 
that that people deal with. They're, like they say, truth is truth regardless, right? Like it doesn't matter if you're in the oil industry or if you're in the self help industry or you're in education. Like truth is truth. Like so, most things around life and lifestyle are going to have these universal truths, and so it's about people coming into that understanding of those. Before we continue the conversation with my inspiring guest, I have a very special announcement to make. If you're a business owner, I have a feeling you started this journey because you want more than just success. You want to live a truly abundant life. That means having a profitable business to fund the lifestyle you love and create a massive positive impact. It also means having thriving relationships with people who inspire and challenge you. Being mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy so you can have the energy to go after what you really want while truly enjoying the process. And being able to go on adventures that really make life worth living rather than just sitting behind your computer all day. So if you would like to be able to have this kind of abundance in your life, then I've just got the right thing for you. The Abundance Accelerator Academy is my new membership community where we host three monthly coaching calls that are focused on helping you improve your mindset, grow your business, and create the kind of freedom you want. There are also fun monthly community growth challenges that help you build new success habits which you will need to access greater levels of abundance. All of this and more for just $69 per month. If this sounds exciting to you, visit www.abundanceupgrade4.me to learn more. And now, back to the show with my inspiring guest. Okay. What you just said is amazing. And I want to roll it back a little bit because you were talking about humor. And it shows that you are very mature in the way that you have spiritually advanced. Because, you know, they, 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 they say this concept of the cosmic joke. Realizing that, you know, you are actually the one creating all of the suffering that you are experiencing in life. And... I remember this recently, you know, I was, I was, I was feeling a little frustrated and it was going on about something. And then I was in my mind and it's going like, yeah, but cha, 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 cha. and then at some point I realized what I was doing. And I just started laughing myself silly. I was like, oh, this is hilarious. You know, it's just like two people in my head go, no, but you, but you haven't done this. You haven't done enough here. And I'm just like, oh, this is just, it's just funny, you know? And, and as you say, being able to entertain a different perspective of yourself and realizing what you said here about in a, in a relationship, am I actually trying to make it not work by being right, by focusing on having the upper hand, by focusing on, you know, this is the way it's always been, the good old days, you know, or are you actually opening yourself up to the way things are unfolding and maybe saying, hey, you know what, this is not what I expected or anticipated, Yet let me go with the only constant there is in the universe, which is change. So I really, really love that. And I want to ask you, so what do you do when you're in a situation where you're noticing, you're getting frustrated, you're feeling maybe a little stuck, and then you're like, ah, you know, things are not moving forward. How do you get yourself through that how do you navigate through that situation to get back onto the path that you want to be on so i would say that um there's really and this is this is this is going to blow people's mind 
there's infinite ways that that can be handled, right? Like it's more really just embracing the um, the creative potential that we have because I've I, I've I've done it in many ways. Sometimes it's like a song that like pops in my head. It's like, oh, that song will be perfect for this moment. Sometimes it's like, let me run to the gym. Let me let me go on a walk. Let me call a certain friend. Let me you know read a certain book. Let me breathe. Right. Like me, let me take a few deep breaths. Let me use some some of these breath practices that I have there. I know so many of them now. So it's like, oh, let me breathe into my heart for a second, kind of like tap myself and like, OK, let me remember that, you know, everything's OK. Or let me just take a deep breath and ah, or let me take a deep breath and, mm, you know, like just like there's so many of them. Let me just meditate for a second, close my eyes, feel my feet in the ground. It's like, OK, everything's OK. Everything's OK. So it's always like it depends on the moment. But I definitely feel like the foundations of it do get down to like the breath and and just being like okay like let me see for a second um i wasn't breathing my breathing had gotten short you know my chest, i started breathing in the chest and started like hyperventilating you could see babies like they'll go through they understand the change thing and and they just go through you know okay I cry and express and two seconds later i'm okay because they're breathing or they're fresh out of the diaphragm so they're just breathing through the they can just up and down once we start getting more into stress breathing um you know it's it's a uh, it's a harder you know because there's not as much oxygen going to the lungs and to subsequently all of our cells that the body will turn into the fight or flight and you know we then all of you know we get into a very aggressive kind of uh behavior and generally that starts with ourself like we start getting aggressive with ourselves usually before anything right like it's like you feel like you feel like you've been challenged like you know oh wait a second hey dude you got a problem bro you know but the first thing was that you felt challenged like you something you you, you let something happen to yourself first yeah. self-responsibility and then your reaction to it was like that you one of the things you said a, a, a responsibility one of my a good friend of mine is a he's like a he considers himself like a language arts uh professional so he's like man language arts break it down bro it's like your ability to respond like yes <laughs> it's like it's like your responsibility is your ability like like how can you increase your ability to respond to situations and i'm like okay okay i can see that so that's when i started re-looking at responsibility and embracing it because i was running from it i'm not gonna lie with freaking commitment with women with but like business it was cool like i i've always been in business so i was studying that so 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 focused on that but what i started realizing is just like a lot of these things when we get into the law of compounding or the law of exponentials same 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 as to why you would want one dollar today and or one cent today and two cents tomorrow and continue doubling it for 30 days as opposed to somebody giving you a million dollars. It's like our brain thinks linearly, so we don't consider that it's going to be more. But a lot of the things in the universe work in that compounding effect, as again, Einstein's called it, I think, an eighth wonder of the world. And another thing that has been studied that has that exponential relationship is relationships. So starting with ourselves, but then if we talk about other relationships we had, that's when I was like, I think these people are going to be around for a while. I was like, I need to figure out inside of me why I'm not able to open up. Like I'm, I'm open with myself, but like once I start speaking to someone else, it's like, I don't want to be vulnerable. Like that, that seems a little bit scary. You know, it's like, I don't want to start telling other people my, you know, the stuff that I'm thinking deeper than, you know, about how I love them and how, you know, and how I just don't want them to leave. And, you know, I just try to just, you know, I, I want to protect them and make sure, you know, it's just like, no, it's, that seems a little, that seems a little much. So 
you know, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Business has an ability to kind of keep you disconnected in that way in certain ways and not realize that what causes us the majority of stress because of how, again, our energetic bubble works. Like it's like what's directly outside of that is going to be the people you spend the most time with, have the most connection to. And it's like, if that's not the main the main thing that we focus on where where again we're we're not expanding really from the core we're we're thinking that these other things our business our so on and so forth matters more when most people that you ask on their deathbed the first thing that they start talking about is the relationships that they've had right it's just like man you know i'm I used to you know it's like it's always the same thing again I, I i'm in the medical field so i know sometimes a lot of the stuff i say is a little bit more of it i think that's part of where the uh, the comedy comes from because I've seen so many people in those situations and talk to the nurses and things of that nature and they're like yeah man it's just always like their relationships like the people who are there with them at the deathbed you know and like that's pretty much I mean yeah people will also think about some of their accomplishments if they were like again something that they did to give to humanity but it's not like people are like man that porn video I watched that one day bro. I, tell you, I tell you what man that was that was it all right See y'all later. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what? But I've been there. I've been there, man. You, yeah. That's what I said. You, you're kind of, you're being open with it. Yeah, like I I really respect that about you because yeah, that's a big one for dudes. I'm tackling that one with this online community with a good friend of mine right now, where it's just like all distractions. But that's one of them that it's 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 a strong magnetic pool because that's, that's the life force. The life force that creates the universe everything is yin and yang there's nothing in this universe that wasn't created by that force together like that creation power so when we're when we're getting magnetized to that it's like i mean your whole body and like brain is like oh snap like freaking two you you plan on sitting down there for like five minutes and then i'll be like five hours later you know like the little spongebob thing you're like yeah what the heck happened like i you like look up like what's going mm -hmm. on so i i battled that one for a long time man i was just like i don't know why this keeps like i don't understand you know yeah. that like your creativity opens up i mean i'm talking about you know, my typing skills are just <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I was like, I've never typed so good in my life, but that's our creative force. Like, it was like I was tapped in. You know, you're freaking doing all. And so, yeah, man, it's 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 wild. That's I love that you. Like I said, I I really really respect and love that you said. A lot of people don't want to mention that one because it's the things that happen in quiet. You know, are the things that people don't really like to mention. The stuff that's all business and all this other type of stuff. Man, but be real, bro. When I saw these numbers on these porn these porn sites, man, somebody's watching this shit. And it's not, <laughs> so when you're like, oh, you're out here working, I'm grinding, bro. You're on Instagram, I'm grinding, bro. It's just like. Okay, bro. Don't don't try to act like these numbers. This video was uploaded five freaking hours ago, bro. I got two million views, man. Somebody's watching this shit. Yeah, you're you're very 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 spot on, and and you know, you mentioned about what people regret on their deathbeds, and then you said relationships, and it's so true, you know that. I, I have extensively worked on my int intimate relationships and how I show up in those relationships, and also taking responsibility you know, for what I assume the other per person is responsible in, in ticking off in me, for fulfilling my needs, you know, the needs, you know, people have a need to feel loved. And I'm like, I don't want to tap into that. I want to, I want to connect with my highest spirit where there's no need to be loved because that is pure love. So mm -hmm. I continuously on a day, on an ongoing basis, fill my cup, breathe, 
affirm, give myself a hug, you know, rest a little bit, take care of my body. And what I find is that a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, high performers, the reason they're not able to create the vision they really want is because of how they're showing up in their relationships. They're not open. And, you know, I've said this in my TEDx talk, one of the biggest drivers of self-doubt is loneliness. And people, when they hear this, they say, oh, I'm not lonely. I got friends. I got a wife. I got a husband. He's like, yeah, but do you talk to your wife about the fact that you feel deeply ashamed about the fact that you still watch porn in secret? Do you do that? No, you mm -hmm. don't. So the part of you that does that is terribly lonely because it does not it has no option to be seen. It cannot be expressed. And I'll mm -hmm. say this openly. Yeah. I was able to, to end my porn habit a while ago after I opened up to it with my partner. I was deeply ashamed about it and I wanted to stop for so long, yet I could not get myself to stop. So I opened up in a very vulnerable way because I wanted to stop, because I did not want this to have power over me. And, you know, I cried, uh, my body sh was shivering with the intensity of the fear. And I promise you, after I did that, the desire to watch was gone. It just vanished because I gave that part freedom. I gave it liberation and it disappeared and it mm -hmm. no longer is an issue. It's gone. And it's, I've done many of those things in relationships where I've revealed like deep, intimate secrets that I thought were like, if that person finds out, they're going to hate me. Where, uh, whereas when they did find out after I told them, they're like, wait, that's it? That's the big deal? Really? And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? That's the big deal, you know? It's so terrible. It's like, okay, that's not really a big deal. And I was liberated. And it was amazing to have gone through this experience. So I'm really happy that you bring awareness and light to what people are keeping in their relationships absolute light man absolute light to you in that situation trust me it's 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 there's a shift happening in the universe right now those of us who you know whatever soul connections and ties that exist within this experience in, in the essence that we're all connected in in that way um, I somehow continue to connect with people as I've broken through that paradigm that are also speaking on how they broke through that paradigm, how big of a deal it was. Like, it's like, it has to be said out loud because it's like, man, like I felt like something shifted, like in my body, like in, in my life, it was just like, huh, like it's just like space. Like it was like, it was just like space had opened up. It's like, huh interesting like it's like because even if i wasn't i don't even you know i don't even want to get into the mindset because it's like there was a a pull that i no longer gave power once i was able to express it in front of family i kind of told them i was like listen man we had like the person come over that was trying to talk to us about mindset and our relationship with god and so on and so forth and i remember i was like you know what i was like i really feel like i want to like let go of things that are like lustful and so on and so forth and i remember just kind of being like <gasps> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I was like, but you asked me, you know? So I was like, I had to be honest. And I was like, but I was like, my sister's sitting next to me, my dad's over here. Like, uh, uh, I was like, uh, I don't know how they're gonna feel about this. <laughs> and it was like, it took, it took like a week or two. And I, I remember it was just like, after a few weeks, like something just felt like it had left me. And I think something has to do also there with what you were talking about with your, um, sign your significant other at the time, maybe the same one you still have now, is that, 
that ability to be able to express that at, in that kind of intimate setting allows the light, you know, some people, um, I want to drop some gems here as we're, as we're going along, like things that have to do with our genetics and at the deepest level. So we can talk science or we could talk spirituality. They're one and the same. When we look at our genetics, a lot of the times people think that it's one way. Like it's like, okay, your nature has to then be your nurture when in reality it's constantly changing. And so epigenetics as a, as an, ex, as an expressive thing is where is the basic principle that whenever you do allow something that's deep within you, that has been, that has been, um, that has been suppressed, to express, it literally sends light into your cell, into your DNA. And now it's just like, oh, interesting. Like, it's now like uncovered something. It's like, dang, okay, there's actually like, not actually a need for it, right? Like, and, then, and it might've been a need for when it needed to be. Again, that acceptance of it, it goes with that journey as, as after the actual physical um, dependency breaks. Like when that when that breaks, it's like, huh okay so like what was i doing with my time all those years <laughs> i guess like what was i like what was the considerations and you're just like i accept it that's that's what it was now how can i double down on it by serving how can i speak about it so i learn it twice and so what you just said was so powerful to me i mean that was oh it was so powerful because that's 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 the way that we we we'd want to be able to show up is this this understanding that again that vulnerability is power again those things that we can affect those things where we're like how can i consider myself to be someone okay i'm brave because i'm like out here talking about a business idea but i can't tell the people that are closest to me like the things that are actually going on with me and quiet you see what i'm saying like it's like all that Damn. stuff looks nice I can go out and get a nice car. I can get a whatever, but I literally can't tell the person I sleep with every day something that I spend my entire life, like a lot of times in my life, doing. That's what shows what I'm talking about. This, this, uh, this, what you call the, you know, the extension or, you know, the 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 power happening outside of ourselves and and giving our energy outside of ourselves. So, you know, I just thank you, man. I, that's 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 one of like I said, the deeper things that I really think is a is a shift happening in our collective consciousness right now. And it's not necessarily a a, um, a disconnection from uh, life force or sexual energy. It's more of what are we choosing to do with that energy that created every last one of us? Cause you know, I mean, the past generation had their own relationship with it. Again, self-responsibility, not blaming them. You just understand and be aware that this thing is trying to express itself because for them, they didn't even have the same, you know, knowledge and outlets that we had. So we, I didn't really learn it from them. I remember I, I tried to navigate that entire space by myself. Like we had, we were, we were the ones with internet and phone and this ability to just kind of see all these things happening wherever they're happening and videos and production and stuff being done. You're just like, where is this happening? But it's happening right here in my room right now. That's where it's going down. And I'm not going to, you know, no one's going to know about this. Mm -hmm. And if I get caught, you know, it's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Got caught with some stuff a couple of times, you know, it's just like, yeah, this is freaking embarrassing. You know, I was like, I don't know what to say. Oh, well, th that didn't tell me about <laughs> what I was supposed to do with this type of, you know, like I started blaming people and getting to this whole like defensive thing. And I, I just, like I said, I just started realizing that, man, this is not just me. Like, this is a lot of people. Once I started opening up about it, they were just like, and it's be it'll be the int most interesting people. Like I said, those numbers don't come from anywhere. You be like talking to a friend, and you're just like, 
oh, this guy isn't like, doesn't have, you know, he's doesn't, he's not, I mean, you're a handsome guy. Like, you know, it's like, this guy is like out here. He's probably doing that type of stuff. This guy over here, you know, with all due respect, it's like, he just seems like a nice guy. He's not doing it. They'll tell you they're dealing with the exact same thing. You know, they just happen to be a, you know, geek software developer, right? Like, or something like that or whatever, whatever their life choice is. But they're like at home, in private, in the bathroom, on the road, with my phone, on the whatever, like, trust me, brother, I'm some of those bees, man. So I thank you for being, one of the, you know, when I started expressing it, they're like, I thank you for, you know, talking about it because I've not been able to talk anybody about it. Yeah. Guys don't talk about that in the locker room, at the gym, yeah. or, you know, on yeah. phone calls or anything like that. It's a very, very private thing, as you're saying. Yeah. Very, very private for most people. Yeah. It is. It is, and it took me years of of dedication and 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 work and 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 really for me, it's the promise of I'm aligning myself towards Christ consciousness, which is ultimate love. It's it's peace, and I ask myself, what's in the way? And what's in the way is the secrets that I keep from myself and from from other people. And I said, I don't want to do that anymore. And so, those are one of the layers that I then peeled off, and I can. Just I, sh I share this with everyone, and I say this is, it's it's this work that we're doing. It's about coming back home. It's not for you to go anywhere. It's for you to return to who you have always been, and that is unstoppable, unlimited, unlimited, incomprehensibly powerful. So it's you just have to go back there, and how you get back there is you move all the things that are not part of it. And that's what we have talked about today. So I really appreciate this conversation with you, my friend. And as we wrap up the conversation, I have two more questions. One question is, you're a very interesting person and you've met so many people in your life. And if you could spend an extra hour of your time with anyone, dead or alive, doesn't matter, and have them over for you know a lunch, who would it be and why? Huh. Yeah, and you 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 threw at me a left came out of left field with that dead one, man. Because my immediate thing is going to be like <laughs> something like, you know, you just mentioned Christ consciousness. I'd probably say whatever Christ existed, and and somewhere between that and Buddha, but or a Buddha or something like this. You know, that's what I'm saying. History is such a convoluted thing. Point is, I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, just because it depends on who you're talking to, I, and I, I would that the reason I would say is because of the purity of it. Um, yeah. Buddha, I would say, because of the conscious transition, and I guess I would say the story of the story of uh, of of uh, Jesus Christ was also one of conscious transition, like this ability to basically master life to the sense that you literally consciously trans transition into the uh, or back home, like you said, you actually con you consciously okay, it's going to be this day. Cool. I've accepted it. I'm going into that kind of, you know, Billy, and then I'm going to, yeah, <laughs> sayonara, everybody, you know, <laughs> like, as opposed to like this kind of, um, this fear of something that is, is, is uh, inevitable and also in, in essence, a um, inherent, like it's like, it, it it's a, it's, it's a, it's a need. It, it needs to happen is how the, mm. is how this, this entire thing is built. So, Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that answer. And, and and I'm with you on that one. And you know, the 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 before we close the conversation, you did mention that you have events happening and 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 I was wondering, is there anything that you'd like to invite our community 
to experience where they can get a taste of you? Uh, main thing is just going to be to to come find me on all social medias. All social medias is going to be Ewane Masango. Um, follow my journey. It's all about mastery. Master E. I'm actually at uh, a down master, so Master E is is my is my is my uh, given name. Um, so it kind of just worked out well. You know, everyone called me Master. I mean, everyone called me E anyway. So like mastery and then mastery as a as a principle has been the has been the thing so anyone who's down with that kind of thing will find me online um i have plenty of programs that are coming out around wellness around breath around <clears throat> business and how to build a conscious and wellness into your business and like i said at the foundations of it being able to curate a lifestyle that is uh not only just personalized but also you know um performance based where each and every day you know that, hey, man, I'm, I'm better than I was yesterday and I'm not as good as I'm going to be tomorrow based off of this very, very, a very focused understanding of one's energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Everyone, go check out Master E, my friend <laughs> Dewane Masango, the absolute powerhouse who delivers so much wisdom in a practical way. So if you are a business owner, a high performer, go check him out. Highly recommend. I want to thank you so much for dedicating your time um, to me and our audience today. Um, I'm going to give you uh, the final word. Is there anything that you would like to share with someone who's listening? In? And I'll say that continue to, you know, be open you know, trust the the process, just simply be aware and observe it. And you'll meet people like the great Mario here, who uh, if we just start telling the story about how we met, it was it, it felt magical. Literally, when I met him, I, I literally was 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 like, you know, when you start feeling goosebumps. And so I know this is the beginning of something great. So just stay open. And, and definitely, as Mario said, Christ consciousness, you know, be be of the highest of love. Beautiful. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into the Self-Doubt Solution. This is your host, Mari Lanzarotti, the Freedom Architect. Be with love and peace, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode.